so continuing with that verse, it says, clothe yourselves, clothe yourselves. And this is on your listening guide. God is telling us what to put on, and we must choose it. We must choose it. But we want our feelings to choose what we're going to wear. But that's like if your husband went to work and said, you know what, sir, ma'am, I shouldn't feel like wearing my uniform today. It wasn't working for me. I was thinking it was more of a shorts and flip-flops kind of day. Um, do you think that commander looks at him and goes, okay, if that's what you're feeling? No, no. Do you think the God of the universe responds with, sure, if that's how you feel? But the thing is, he gave us free will. He wants us to choose him, to choose to clothe ourselves the way he has um, told us to be clothed. And I lost the mic, didn't I? Did I lose the mic? Okay, good and loud. So he chose us. He wants us to choose him. Continue. I know y'all are afraid it's going to take all day to get through these verses, but it'll pick up a little bit here in a minute. <laughs> so continuing still with that verse, clothe yourselves with compassion. Clothe yourselves with compassion, a heart of compassion. Paul is talking about a deep feeling of compassion, a heart that feels deep compassion for the woes of another person. You know, when I have woes, I want you to have deep compassion for me. When you have woes, I just kind of feel like, put your big girl panties on. This one is really hard for me. I am not a high compassion gal. And so I have to intentionally choose to have compassion. Sometimes people are sharing stuff with me, and I, I, I can tell I'm just like, I'm not responding the way she's looking for. <laughs> and so I have to dig deep, touch the Holy Spirit, say, okay, Holy Spirit, you know, you're in me. And so I can come up with some compassion and have compassion. It's in there. I just have to choose it. I have to choose it. He continues with kindness, with kindness. Studies show that in a marriage, the first thing to go is kindness, kindness. And then it's kind of a slippery slope after that. Are you still saying please and thank you with your spouse, with your children? That's where we're supposed to Always start with kindness in our homes. The next one he says is humility, and this is on your listening guide. Humility is not a weakness. This is a kind of self-assuredness that provides strength. My husband is the most humble person I know, and other people will make the same comment about him. But I can tell you that man is not weak. He is not weak, but he is confident in who he is because he knows he is holy, he knows he is chosen, and he knows he is loved. He doesn't feel the need to battle for recognition. The next one is gentleness. Gentleness. Philippians 4, 5 says this, Let your gentleness be evident to all. If you're a Christ follower, you have it in you through the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 15, 1, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Someone who has enough strength and confidence to be gentle in relationships, but firm in convictions. If you'll read your Bible, it'll show that we are to respond gently. We're supposed to still stand by the truth. But our response is, you know, Jesus did not go around with the Bible hitting people. He went around and loved on people as he spoke truth to them. Truth. The next word there is patience. Patience, and this is on your listening guide. Patience makes it possible to endure opposition without striking out at the other person. 
patience makes it possible to endure opposition without striking out at the other person. For the most part, these characteristics, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, are focused outwardly. Attitudes that benefit someone else. If we're out there talking the gospel but not living the gospel, we confuse people. We confuse people. But if we talk it and walk it, the world can't help but notice. If we're out there with our little fish sticker on the car and I love Jesus, but we're waving with one finger at people as we're driving or honking our horn, people are confused. People are confused. Here's how I want to confuse people. I want them to you know, see that, man, Tracy, she's going through a hard. She's going through a hard. Yet she seems to be kind. She seems to be gentle. She seems to be patient. I want to confuse people because then you know what? People are going to want what I've got. How are you going through that hard? And still, and it, ladies, I have not perfected this. Some of y'all can attest to that. Um, sometimes I'm not always compassionate. Sometimes I do not respond gently. But I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Does anybody want what you've got? Do they know you have Jesus? Continuing with verse 13, bear with each other, bear with each other. For many years, I thought that meant just put up with one another. We just got to put up with one another. But a couple of years ago, um, a new uh, vision came through a woman, um, and she just said, you know, I think we should look at this as I'm going to bear this with you. I'm going to bear this hard with you. You are not alone. I think one of Satan's favorite tools is isolation. Recently, a woman shared with me she is a strong Christ follower, and she was going through a hard, and she had not shared that with anyone. And then she realized, you know, I'm not supposed to. God did not create us to go through life alone. He created us for a relationship with him and one another. And so she reached out to a friend. Can you share this with me? Can you bear this with me? Can you bear this with me? I had a tough day a couple of weeks ago, and I was going through a couple of tough days. And my husband was in Alaska, 300 miles north of Fairbanks. Yeah, I didn't know you could still like, go that far. I'm still asking why, why? But apparently it's beautiful, and there is nothing like the fish in there. And so anyway, but I couldn't, I had no contact with him. And I was going through a really hard time. And I don't know why and why I listened to the lies of Satan, but I waited to reach out. And it was a lonely place to be. It was a lonely place to be. Reach out. Bear with one another. Because the thing is, God is saying, bear with one another. Reach out. So when the storms of life come, I think of it like staking yourself. I, I love to garden. And so we put stakes in our garden with the tomatoes so that they can bear more fruit. And that's what we need to do with, with each other. Say, you know what? I'm staking myself to you so that you will not fall. And then we need to find women that we are willing to stake ourselves to and say, you know what? You're not going to fall because we're staked. We're staked. And when I think about it, how much more fruit I'm able to bear because I'm staked to other women. There are women who will not let me fall. They will not leave me alone. We need to stake ourselves to one another.